since then. Some people were made for each other. Some people love one another now. How about us? Okay, what's really weird about that is I was actually going through a, a playlist of songs just before this podcast, and that was on that list. Was it? Yes. So, Who was that? Who sang that? Some people love one another for life. How about, about us? us? That's beautiful. And then the, the best part is like the um, some people can always never let. That's my favorite song. That's my favorite part. Let the the harmonies on them motherfuckers. Um, it's by Champagne. So you know when you have a song that is in your head that is on a on the tip of your tongue, or at least on the tip of your prefrontal lobe, if you want to be a nerd about it, and mm. you can't really get it out. And then this, then there's all these other songs that just end up overriding what you're trying to fucking. <laughs> so yeah. like Atlantic, um, who was it? I think it was Atlantic Star. Um, Atlantic Star. Uh, ah, yeah. Uh, uh, what's the song where it goes? Send a message, put a message in a bottle, hey, hey, Oh, hey, yeah. Hey. What is, it? is it? Is it called a message in a bottle? No, it's not. Is it? I, is I know it? what you're talking about, though. I mean, here we go. We should sing it again. There, okay. The song I couldn't okay. get out of my head was a damn baby face. So oh, yeah. I heard it because it was in the playlist I was listening to. And the now we think of you on two occasions. Let's date. At night. So I, I want to know how many girls were like, ah. <laughs> you know, can you text that to a girl now? Like, will she know it? You know, she'd be like, I feel like she I might mean, call somebody if, if you do that. Yeah. I feel that probably. that would probably Like happen. the police. Yes. Um, so um, they, I'm back. Oh. I'm back. Let's let's recognize that I'm back. I'm back in the states. Um, I, you are welcome back. I I am, as far as I know from when I was tested, COVID free. Um, I just took a PCR test today. Sent it in the mail, so I get that back in a few days, and then we'll see if more stuff to confirm whether or not I'm still COVID free. Took a test in Tulum, uh, probably less than 12 hours before I flew. I'll say this, you know, in the beginning when they were doing these tests and how you see the highly invasive, long friggin' Q-tip shoved way in the back of your nose and shit. So any any heterosexual man that didn't have a gag reflux or or does have a gag reflux will be tested. So, so uncomfortable. Um, there, was, there was, oh my God, there was, a, there was a girl there that was hot as fuck and, uh, and she got hers and like, you saw tears running down her face and I'm like, damn, 
I can see where that could have been. And um, and so I'm gonna say this. I thought you were about like, to say she like took the swab and was like, I, I'm sorry, I swallowed that one. Can I get, can I get another one? Like, damn. It didn't go that far. It didn't, it didn't go that far, but you, it is uncomfortable. I I remember in the when I was still in Indiana and I was having like issues and went to see uh, an ear, nose, and throat doctor, and then had to have the um, endoscopy, where they stick mm. the tube up your nose all the way down your throat into down your, your throat. stomach, and then they yeah. then then the fiber octa monitor that looks into your stomach. You get to see it on the screen. They give you Demerol so that you don't really feel the pain of something just being shoved all the way down there. Mm. Um, and you get to actually see the inside of your stomach. That was that was interesting. So I, I kind of braced myself for that feeling. So it wasn't that bad for me, but it was still mad uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I could get that. She was like, you, can, she was like you can breathe. And I was like, ah, breathing, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Um, it was, it was uncomfortable, but I felt as that it was more effective than the test that we have here. The test that we have here, they ask you to swab one, two, three, usually they go 15 seconds or 30 seconds in one nostril and you take the same Q-tip and put it in the other nostril. Now, for some reason we feel like that's disgusting, but I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. It's one nostril to the other. It's like you got one right. something in one nostril to the other. It's like I think it's the, snot. Yeah, but I think, you know what? I think it's the idea that the Q-tip is usually used in the ear and you're not going to take a dirty Q-tip and stick it in your other ear because it's like you're just going to re-wax your ear. Oh, yeah, I think that's the that's the subconscious thing that we're doing in our heads when we do that shit. Yeah. Um, well, that's so weird because when, I, when I, I was a kid, we, we cleaned our nose with Q-tips. My grandmother really? did like- That's smart that. actually. It's actually yeah. smart. And clean the cilia and the, and, the no, and the nostrils. Um, yeah. I'll say the testing down there is like, they're hardcore with the testing. Rapid tests in 30 minutes. Um, Damn. I, As they would say, you get a you get rapid email <laughs> real quick. You get a PCR nice. test and you get that within 12 to 24 hours. So you get the uh, antigen test. You can get one that's 30 minutes. So if you got to fly, you have to have that in order to get on the plane. We almost missed the plane. And fuck oh, JetBlue because you yeah, tend to do delays a lot. Granted, it's a great plane. The seats are very beautiful and comfortable and all that shit. But y'all suck with y'all fucking delays, man. It was like, oh, we had a maintenance issue on that with the plane. Like, all right, so you stay in your plane was shitty and it almost got fucked up. Um, is that what you're saying? Can you be mad but, about a mechanical error? <laughs> it's just gotta be. It's gotta be. Uh, I mean, result. it is what it is. I'm just saying, okay. like, and then they tell you still come to the airport, even though there's delays. We're gonna try to get your flight um, in the air as soon as possible. Yeah. So, yeah. so come sit in the airport for a few hours and spend a whole bunch of money that you don't need to spend on shit that you shouldn't. So we didn't do that. And long story short is getting through check-in because you're, they don't give you a mobile boarding pass, especially when you're flying out. So then you have to check in and the check-in line was 
dumb long and people didn't know exactly what was going on. And luckily they were calling out the flights just in case to, to speed up the process. Cause they like, we, it was crunch time. We ended up, um, we were supposed to fly out at 2.55. Didn't end up flying out until like, uh, like let's say five till five o'clock. Um, but, and that sucked because then after the flight, you're supposed to drive to the boat and then get on the boat. And the last boat is at 9.45. We got in at like eight something. So the, and it takes an hour and a half from Boston to get Ooh. to the boat. So that Dang, wasn't happening. Like an amazing race. That wasn't happening. So we had to stay overnight at a hotel. Um, it was, but to sum up the trip, it was definitely, I was telling people I will have an experience and I did. And it was, there was, there was all different types of perceptions to it, all subjective. And I'm glad that I had the experience. To sum it up, I'm glad I had the experience. I have grown from the experience um mm -hmm. there are a lot of things that i that i can take from the experience and and i'm glad that i ended up doing it because i had never been to mexico before and i'm glad that i had the experience well, i'm just gonna nice. leave it at that so, it's uh it's great congratulations traveling good is back good. In the cold. I, <laughs> I traveled yesterday i went to a movie um <laughs> Uh, somebody I know rented out of the theater That's and, uh, me and four women to watch Mean Girls. Um, it was probably one of the best times I've had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Funny movie. Good times. Funny and true. Funny and true. <laughs> um, no, really, it really is. There's so much truth to that movie. There's a, it really, it, it's, it's, it's so much about perception of like when you're like when you're outside of a certain circle or whatever, but then when you're mm -hmm. in it and then you see how similar people are, where it's like, you go, oh, you get this group, you kind of start morphing and you go, oh, that element is in me, you know, already, or this element is part of me or whatever. And it's just something we fail to see. So um because i painted such a beautiful segue there yes, i was taking a shit when you sent me you're like have you seen or you said you have Hulu, and of course and then you said have you what is it in and of itself yes. and now you are the second person has told me i should watch it so really yeah so, I, and I can't remember who else told me, but if I, if I figure it out, it's probably my phone, whoever had messaged me about it. Um, and so I watched it immediately. Um, and what the fuck? Like, that's, that is probably one of the most profound, powerful pieces. Oh my God. Of, I don't know what you would call it. It's. It's basically theater on film is what it is. It's a, basically a one man show in a way, but, but I think, well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm actually kind of unsure what to say about it and I'm I, a bad you know, but what, know. what do you, what do you have to say about it? Like how, 
Can you sum it up? I mean, I can try. Yeah. Okay. I can sum it up in um in a way where I think the one of the key terms that I took from the film, and mind you, this was a play that was on Broadway and they did like 550 something shows. And I didn't know, I didn't even know about the dude, but then I started noticing people in the audience and I was like, wait a minute, is that? And I was like, is that? And then towards that, towards the end, I'm like, oh shit, that's, and oh shit, that's, cause I saw what's his name? Um, uh, the dude that you talk about, uh, that- Guy Theory. No, 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 uh, Kamal, um, what's the dude that has, he's a, he's sort of a comedian. He has, he has something w, on CNN. W Kamal Bell. Yes. He was in the audience. Yeah, Did you see United him? United Shades United. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see Shades him? Of America. I didn't see him. No, I, well, I gotta admit that part of it, I was multitasking and I was really listening okay. to it. So mm -hmm. I, I wasn't watching. Yeah, um, it's but, something you have to, so. It's something that I would watch over and over again. So no, I need to um, watch it again. Absolutely, it's it. It was so powerful, and like towards the end, like I'm not that emotional. A lot of people know that shit. Um, oh, I I, I teared up through that. Like, I heavy. definitely teared up. My that shit. Jesus. Like, that shit was heavy. It was heavy as the gold brick. That. <laughs> if you're, I say, if you if you can watch that, and not. If you don't not, tear up, there's something fucking wrong with you. There really is. I mean, well, then I it it points out psychopathy, and that's great because I'm I'm intrigued and in, in understanding you. If you are a psychopath and you can't feel something from that, because that shit was so fucking powerful. So, and what I'm trying to figure out, see, you know, without giving a lot of it away, to me, the whole premise of it was he does. It's a it's one man who basically tells his story from a perspective of a guy made some kind of random kind of summation about him, somebody he'd never met and was like, you're this. And he's like, what? Like, and then he started kind of living that, like in a weird way. It was like, so it was like he let someone else's, this is the meta part about it, is that the show in itself was what the man said about him. He's like, exactly. this is what you are. And he basically created that. You're like, but that's the interesting thing that, that people may not get is that was the kind of kind of the point of it is, you know, it, I don't want to ruin it for everyone, but basically the man asked people, I guess when they came in to the show, and it looked like limited audience. So maybe, what was it, 100 people there maybe? And they all had to pick from these cards that said, I am a whatever. And they yeah. had to pick what they thought they were. Yeah, and they identify with. Right, identify with. But that was the interesting thing is, and through the performance of it and showing, I think what was interesting was how they showed the different reactions, the different outcomes, like how cool that was because he basically illustrated the point uh there's like two things going on it's like but a lot of times we let other people or if we believe what they say about us but they don't know anything about us so 
Like, there's no way they can say anything about anyone, like, right. no matter what. And, and it was just kind of barrierless. You know, it wasn't like, go female, male, black, white. Like, that was the whole point, is like, you don't know. Also, I think, and I'm going to kind of ruin it for people, and maybe you got this out of it, but maybe you didn't. I like your interpretation. But to me, what was interesting was, is I think the analogy was when we're told something about something, someone or some people, we look for it. And that's what the brick was. He had a brick. And there's the thing, who, and I've been in New York probably a couple hundred times. At least it seems like it. You live there. I mean, in any city, how many times would you recognize a brick? A brick. A fucking brick. Never. And, like, even if it was unique. You're in New York. Like, there's a billion things going on. But, because he made such a point of it in the show, and as a fact that at the end, did you watch the very end? Oh, my God, yes, of course. So, all these people, obviously, it impacted so many people. So, if you do 500 shows times 100, like... That's what, 50,000 people? So he's showing all this video footage of people going, random spots in the city going, holy shit, it's a gold brick. So he made a point of it, and now you see it. You wouldn't have seen it before, but he made a point about it, and now you see it. Like, it's, it was so heavy. Also, like, I don't know, like, I really can't, I don't even know if I can say any more about it. It was so profound. I'm still trying to figure out. Well, he had the card tricks, which was wild. But the weird thing was, how did he get the people that came up and read letters? How did he know that they would come up? That was the weird. Do you remember that dude back in the day? Who was that psychic on TV that was like a total sham? Back in the day, um, do you remember that psychic dude back in the nineties or whatever? <laughs> John Stewart. No, that's the, that's the other guy. Was it was John something? John do you remember Edwards. John, John Edwards. Edwards. I used to go I'm getting something. I'm getting something. Something. Yeah, that was the uh, dude so, that we used to watch. So we used to get up. We used to get up and watch him all the fucking. Time. I'm sensing someone with a. A, a dog, a cat, a, a gerbil, a letter B, the letter B and a gerbil. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the one thing that, so did I until I was like, yeah, I don't know if this guy's, you know. Well, you'd learn, you'd learn cold so readings and because you, uh, what, well, you control the set. So you know what people are there for. And so therefore you can tell somebody if it show it ex, like a show like that exposes our need to make sense of things yeah yeah all right so i um i forgot i forgot that i didn't really get into what i took from it and what Please. i took from it was and you did touch on this was people have a tendency of imagining what certain people are or individually as well as collectively. 
we as individuals, the experiences that we go through are the things that we identify ourselves with. Now, the way that we perceive those experiences might not necessarily be the way that someone else may perceive similar experiences. And so we, the way that we see things determines exactly who we are based on the impact that those particular experiences have on ourselves individually. Right. And as a collective, the fact that we want to belong to, to, to groups and stuff kind of determines something completely different, which is more imaginary. And our, our imaginations, how we, how we think things might be, we end up forming um, these stories based on the conclusions that we make on speculation. And or just on our own perception based on the experiences that we as individuals have, have been through. So when we try to um, describe someone, mm -hmm. it is usually based on our own perception. So people tell stories of you and that is their perception of you. Yeah. That might not necessarily be you, but mm -hmm. it is sort of um, kind of like it's a it's an entanglement of of the relationship between how people perceive you, how you perceive yourself, and how and and the coexisting of both your truth and their truth. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an angle. People haven't. People have an angle on everyone, and which is also, uh, and I don't mean that. I mean, I'll let you get back to what you're saying, but just it's it's the angle they're seeing you from, but also the angle you're projecting to exactly. them too. So you're coming from a point; they're looking at you from a point, and that's why it's always everybody you talk to will give a different thing. That's why somebody's beloved, and you know, and somebody be like, "Oh, they're an asshole." It's like. Exactly. How do you know that? Exactly. You know, like, yeah. We are we are heroes and villains at the same time. We are dogs and wolves at the same time. That metaphor yeah, that, that he yeah. that he made about the about when the sun's coming up or even when it's going down, that in between, whereas you don't know what's coming at you. And so the optimism is is to me the more important thing, the curiosity yeah. of it other than just feeling as if you need to run from it. Um, right. Because you should acknowledge that before you have the experience, it is both. This is what we always try to tell yeah. you guys is that it is both. I am your worst enemy and your greatest friend. I am your God, I am your devil. I am both, but what you have to understand is I am not absolutely one or the other. Right. Because there will be times that you disagree with me and I will be your devil. And then will times that you will agree with me and I will be your God. But that is every single human being, every single human being. And when we lose sight of that, that's when our mental health 
gets disrupted. And that's when mm -hmm. we end up carrying these burdens, these grudges, these, and, and we lose identity of other people as well as in a sense ourselves because we don't have the flexibility. And this, 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 like the person that recommended um, this film to me was a client who's also a therapist. Nice. And she and I, we talk about so many different things. It's, it's weird and because in a, in a way I see her more as like a twin like if she was on i would i would i would love to have her on the podcast she'd probably never do it but i would love to have her on the podcast <laughs> right. um, because some of the things that that we talk about are things that you and i talk about and we find common ground in it and her, her coming from an angle of therapy and psychology being a professional at that just kind of in a way validates some things and she does challenge me as well she and i love that i need somebody not to just confirm my the way that i see things i don't want right. validation i want I, I want to be more objective and she definitely helps me with that she helps me and she even recommended today she was like you should you should go see a therapist and then have that therapist kind of um, analyze you do a psychoanalysis psycho of you. Because I would love to see someone else's perception of, of what they think of me. Not that I need to agree or disagree, but it's great to actually have someone who deems themselves a professional really break, break down somebody who is, in some cases, very confident and sure of themselves. Mm -hmm. Especially now, because I, I remember when I wasn't. I remember when I didn't feel good about myself. I remember the fragility of my confidence when there were there were bouts of, yeah, I feel good about myself and, and then bouts where, damn, I don't even trust myself and I don't even trust this world. Um, but now I'm, I am, I, or at least I feel I'm in the middle. Whereas I, I can lean one way. And then even mm -hmm. when I get that feeling of fragility I accept it, I embrace it. I'm like, I need that. I need to feel this way. I need to feel threatened. I need to feel fear. I need to feel those things because then I get to observe how long do you hold on to it? That's important to me is understanding how long do we hold on to these things? Because in a, I feel like in a, in a in an animal in an animal world we hold on but we don't assume that it always will be we become right. cautious instinctively but we don't just hold on to it like it's post traumatic stress we don't wake up every day and 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 fear that it just happened again and again and again right or at least that's our perception of animals <coughs> all we know animals do have PTSD, but then we have to question post-traumatic stress disorder can be in our favor. Anything can be in our favor or against us. Just depends on right. how we use it 
and and how open and willing we are to actually accept those things right and approach it and yeah well i think it's a lot about confrontation of yeah confrontation you know, fear and like and also i think a lot of repeated uh i don't know it's it's so it, this is a tough thing though because you know this this gets to where people say well you don't want to relive trauma but i don't know if it's a reliving thing because if you don't address it how can you work you know within it you know what i mean or, or that's that's a that's a slippery slope you know well, in you, cognitive behavioral therapy the whole premise is to teach you is how to identify what the experience was what you felt in the experience what another option of the feeling of that experience could be and then right. moves towards that other option. You already experienced that side. Now experience this side so that yeah. it gives you balance so that you're not always going on the same fucking path of this comes to me, I'm expected to respond this way. This way. When right. there are always options. It's to show you yeah. that there are options. Um, I, I, oh. Go ahead. I, I actually started this book and I actually, I think it's called Feel Good or something like that. It's a it's a book about cognitive behavioral therapy. Oh, by the way, boys to men, A B C C B T. Anyway, yeah, thanks. Um, so it's it's about cognitive behavioral therapy. And strangely, I just had a conversation this morning with someone about that because I couldn't think of the damn term because it was too early. Anyway, but that but that is the thing is like becoming aware of what, you know, it, it basically to me what it is is just becoming conscious. Like it's yeah, becoming yeah. aware, like and be being able to go. Why am I thinking this way? Okay, what can I do about it? I don't have to react in a normal way. I can do something else because a lot, you know, a lot of times, you know, I I used to have debilitating panic attacks like. They were really bad and they're scary as shit. But once you start learning what it is that gets you in, and it's almost like your body starts recognizing the symptoms or the signs, I should say, of them. And I remember when I got to a certain age, maybe in my mid 20s or so, because it took me a long time. I got to my mid 20s and I would start feeling it coming on. And it's weird to do. Because it's almost like where you try to snap yourself out of deja vu, or people will do that. You go, let me do something different. It's the same thing. Because then if you're aware of it, you go, oh, I recognize this. I'm yep. fine. Everything is fine. Just, you're good. Just don't worry about it. And then, and then you do that for so long, then your brain just starts kind of running it, that program automatically. So then yep. when you do, you still recognize it. By the way, I still recognize it. Like, it'll hit me every one, not very often now, but, you know, maybe once a year or something, I'll be in a situation or something will come up and I recognize, but I recognize it and I see it really fast and go, oh, okay, well, look, this is not that. So we're going to be fine. Because that's what it is. It's more, well, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago with the, the feedback loop, that's what all that is. It's yeah. the feedback loop of, you're panicking about panicking about panicking about, and it could be anything, 
thinking about thinking about thinking about thinking mm -hmm. and you start that wobbly shit and then yeah, the your brain just kind of like yeah. your brain just kind of goes into this survival mode because it's like short circuiting yep. that was a great movie by the way short circuit was, yeah oh my god johnny five is alive johnny five um so yeah but this this film was like really profound and um very moving and this is the kind of thing that should be required viewing yes. for people um i don't know if it gives you a lot of people it gives you everything it. you get to you get to see magic too david blaine was in the fucking audience bill gates was in the audience there's a lot of people there there's a lot of fucking people there and like that end part was so moving so so moving um, I thought the way that it was put together, it was it was inspiring to the point where I thought about going on Broadway. I I thought about putting something together because I had been oh. thinking about this for the past couple of years. It was like I really want to talk to to uh, to like the high school kids, and I had a I had a person that I was counseling, and we were going to eventually kind of talk to the high school kids about trauma and abuse and and other things and and how to how to really address it and deal with it and not to be afraid of it and not to let it just be your life right. and and i i thought about well what's the best what are some of the best ways to captivate an audience and and like doing something like that that was dope first i love the way that he that there were a lot of pauses and he just let people feel the stuff that he was saying and i thought that was so important because when you allow yourself to allow someone else to let the words that you say sink in then they start to really, really think more than react. And I'm learning that in conversations that it is so important to not just allow somebody to talk, but then when you respond, like really listen to what they're saying or like mm -hmm. when they're talking, really listen. And if you have to interject, don't interject with your own points of view, save that. Interject with, with, a, with, with just repeating what they say. That or way, somebody, that way it sinks into your head. Yes. And then when you, when it is time for you to respond, you respond with their words and maybe even with questions about what they were saying and what they mean. Because what you really wanna do is identify whether or not somebody is just talking out of impulse and reaction and emotion. Because once you go back and you ask the questions, if they can't answer it, then it's impulsive. If they can't answer it, then they were just reacting out of emotion which means that most of the stuff that they were saying is going to be would have been completely irrational, which you should already know that anyway. And so if you ask them to, when you were talking about 
such and such. What did you mean by that? I really want to understand you. And when we talked uh, previously about my friends canceling me, that's something that I needed to take into consideration. I've had a few days to, to really think about the interaction and, um, and I'm, gla I'm glad that it happened just because I still break it down and understand it. I don't just use my point of view and just be like, fuck these motherfuckers and all this shit. That's, that's too easy for me. What I like to do is I really like to break shit down and really understand their point of view, where they mm -hmm. were coming from. Whether or not it's whether or not it's attached to groupthink, or whether these these are individual kind of uh, thoughts, because w when I was there at the time, that's all I heard was groupthink. Mm -hmm. um, but I also don't want to just dismiss the groupthink because it's important to to belong to to a group, but it's also just as important to identify yourself individually as knowing that individually, the experiences that I go through might not necessarily be fully recognized in a group setting. Right. And so I, I need to hold on to my own identity and not just feel like I have to be a part of what everybody else is doing. And even if it's the opposite of what most people are doing, I still hold on to that. And yes, I'll use it at times to, to weigh my values and see whether or not they like there's any merit or or if, if they hold any kind of hold any kind of weight. And I am also kind of um, what is word? Um, uh, there are things in the in the film when you watch it, you that will relate to what I just said. That will hold any kind of weight. But sometimes the stack could be very very high, but not as heavy as your point. And Sometimes your point should be, your individual point should be important, more important than the, a group point. May, but not to say that your point is greater than the group. Just hold on to your point because when, whenever you might be outed by a group, and this goes back into the, the coddling of, um, of the American mind, whenever you're separated from the group, know that you still have yourself and know that even when you have yourself and the, the values that you have, you're still not going to be alone because even those particular values, values and truths, there will be other people that can identify with that. Right. You will never be alone. There's, there's no one single thought in this world that is, that is unique. Right. Not at all. Because um, you're taking from the you're taking from the same deck of cards. Yeah. But that, Life that's, is the system. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I I didn't mean to interrupt. But I just want to make sure I say this. I know we're actually really moving through today's right. episode. Um, but it, it's I think one of the points that that was being made in this in this video. Um, and just a point we make all the time too is what's interesting is even with those cards that he laid out in that, in that thing, um, where people had to pick a card that represented them, that's, what's interesting because that's what we, what he made, the point I think he was making was that's what we get here. 
where people hand us cards mm-hmm. and a lot of them we believe just yep. because like if you go oh well i'm white so this like why what no like there's so much nuance into that like you know that doesn't say anything about it, it literally right. says nothing about you like even if you if i said i'm a scientist what does that say about me nothing right. really because it would be but just because this is where broad generalizations come in because you go oh, well science oh you're nerdy with you a virgin like you you, just, you know like it's like you could be like the biggest fucking perv like well i ain't perfect you just out there doing your thing and be a scientist like why can't you be both get you a man that can do both you know what i'm saying get that fire up that bunsen burner baby um so that was one of the main points is it's also up to us to believe the cards we are handed because you get handed a card and you automatically go okay now i know all about me no you don't shut the fuck up it's that shit what it, to me that's like you know people with disabilities or whatever like even like me like i'm not a fucking spokesperson for anyone even when people say like oh and if i say something that so I was like, well, you know, it's like, I, I don't speak for everyone because I don't believe in a lot of this shit that was handed to me. If I did, I wouldn't even be doing this podcast. Like, you know what I mean? Like, but that's, that's up for people to be in a weird way taught. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's almost like an unlearning. It's like, oh, you're told you're this, you're that, you're that. And this is the issue where I don't care what you want to talk about. If you want to talk about ability or you know physical ability or race or economic like if you're already told something you're already fucked like well if you believe right. it you believe it so and by the way also what we're told about other people that's what's interesting yep. about it when somebody tells me like oh this person's rich they're they're fuck them like i know people like that if somebody's rich fuck them i'm like why they worked hard like Maybe they just did what they wanted to do, and they're like, and I, and you and I both. I mean, we have friends from all walks of life. <laughs> I hate that term. Anyway, um, what kind of walk of life do I come from? Huh? Almost anyway. like all movements of life. <laughs> yeah, but we do, and 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 those personality types and whatever exist on all those planes, you know. So when it's like when people go, well, I'm this, but I like this kind of music. It's like. Like, this is what annoys me is that right. shit don't fast, it don't fascinate me. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like you're, you, you're forcing you, yourself to make yourself unique. It's I'm like, black, like so it, I like country, but I like country music. Okay, perfect example. Hang on. So someone said something about black artists and country music and how it, there should be more. And I was like, once again, why can't people that just like country, like country? Also, it doesn't right. shock me when someone goes like, like, you know, and I admit, yeah, maybe once in a while I have been like, oh, that's cool. But it wasn't like, I didn't think, oh, people don't like this kind of like, that's just a broad generalization. You know, if you like, if you see somebody enjoying some kind of type of music on Snapchat or something or, you know, or TikTok, you know, you could be like, oh, that wasn't, but there's only so long you can play on that stereotype where it's like, I mean, it's just, but but that's what what we're seeing is those 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 things don't exist. 
but people think they do. And it's like, like there may be broad, broad, broad generalizations, but once again, it always comes down to, I always say it, I've said it a billion times in here, it always comes down to the individual. That's why, you know, any kind of, you know, even when people say like, you know, I, it's obviously very racist if you say, white people are all racist, they just don't know it. It's the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my fucking life. It's like, oh, you just don't know, you're not aware of it. And I know somebody's made a lot of money off of that, so kudos to them. Uh, but it's 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 such a broad generalization that in its in and of itself <laughs> is racist because now you're saying you just know everybody. No, you don't. Right. You you right. can't you, speak you're, for them. You're and, such, you're, you're, and it's profiling. It's it's everything that you would say people shouldn't do, but that's you're exactly what it. you're doing. You're generalizing. Yes. You're profiling. Um, yep. And even in that the way that your outcome doesn't doesn't signify whether or not something is good or bad. It just is. And this is a great way to segue into our next segment of just because it's the top 10 of something doesn't mean it's actually good. It's just even, and even if it's the most viewed top 10 of something doesn't mean it's always good. What I always it's say is what, like, uh -huh. Opinions, opinions are so subjective. Look, this is the best music of all time. This is the best rapper of all time. This is the best singer of all. It's like, according to who? Like, I don't, right. I don't, I don't believe in my religion. Is I don't believe in top whatever lists. I don't, unless it's. I guess it's numerical. I guess maybe even then. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead, please. The, the, the old well, you're supposed. Music. I gave it to you, so you're the one that's supposed oh, to you did. talk about. You did but, give. but I'll, I'll start it. You off. want me to? I'll start it off. Okay. This is the oh. most viewed videos of January 2021. This really shows you how people were just so like people are lazy now. This this is all oh, I took super, from this, but this is super lazy. Most viewed videos of January 2021. Pornhub Pornhub model program. Model program. So this I is the top ten either. most viewed pornos in January. In January, just in January. Just in January. Just in January. And most of them were lame. There were a few that I thought were okay, but most of them were lame. I admit that I had seen two of them already. <laughs> oh really? One of them we reviewed. Oh yes, yes, we did. There, there was there was one that we reviewed, and uh, that that when that came in, I thought it was good. Like, all right, so the the, the tenth one was like Autumn Falls, Autumn Falls, and um, she she's a very busty chick. She's hot. Um, I'm not into the big titty women, but okay, you know, I, look, I, I love I love women. I, I love. I love everything about him. Thank you. Um, I'm not just an ass man. I'm not going to be one of those dudes. I'm an equal opportunist now. Somebody um, asked me that a couple of weeks ago. They're like, "You were ass or titty man?" I'm like, "I'm a woman man. Like, I like just women are great. Like, who? What, what's the hang up here? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah, like some of these, some of these were just kind of corny. 
Um, I just, I like there were ones that I'm just questioning, like number nine, I was questioning, why is this viewed so much? This, is it because it looks painful or her face looks painful? Hot college babe figured and fucked rough to multiple orgasms. It's called bleach raw. That that just sounds. That sounds like you would never show this film in um, in countries that end up bleaching women. Which there are countries that do that shit. You see how I I made sure that I kind of edited myself because I was yeah I appreciate that yeah that's sketchy yeah yeah people I I heard I heard it. Okay. I got canceled by two people. I don't need to be canceled by more. Big ass amateur MILF uses her big tits to give the best titty fuck. This one was, uh, it, it, and I didn't really even see a titty fuck. That was number eight. Um, Dude's trying to rifle through them. They're not edges. Yeah. I, I mean, there was one where the oh, number was seven like, was the one, Robbie Oz and, and this other woman when we were talking about the sex positions. That, that one, I still, I thought it was kind of, I, I like that, just how it was put together. So, then number six, Mariana Rose, that would never happen. And it would never happen like that. There's no way some dude on the other end wouldn't know that you're getting fucked. Um, but she's hot, so I'm gonna check out more of her stuff. Um, I'll let you know how, how soft my hands get. Um, then we had uh, Extra Day, make a compilation, try not to come. Teen orgasm, rapid fire, and it's just close-ups of dude just nothing on on this girl's vagina. It's funny because I I forgot the the whole pull-out game because when you have a girl that actually is on birth control, it's so much easier to just to to just uh, what's yeah, oh, that, intro intro look up intro let me come and talk. Hot girl fucking with her boss in the hotel room after work. Number four. We get number three, Ricky Johnson. Now, like, all right. Wait, I think I, this is the one where he pressed this girl's head into the mattress in a rather uncomfortable manner. I was like, yeah, yeah. He doesn't look too mad about it, but still, I'm like, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. That, it's, I mean. People, women, women that I've dealt with like that. Notice that you see how I'm not generalizing. Like going web, individually, web, so women yeah, that I have dealt with, you um, dealt with you mean like those kind of harsh, uncomfortable, semi-rapey things. Yeah, it's trippy. I guess. What's well, like a girl? Fantasy, but yeah, girls are going to be. They're like, oh yeah, it shook me until I see stars. I'm like, let's just, let's just. Yeah, I don't know. About uh, that. I just then ordered a Domino's number, number pizza. Yeah, I come twice when when horny 18 year old baby asked me to fuck her. Amateur cum shot. She thought amateur cum shot. As there, as if you've been professional. Your your cum shot's not that amateur. Oh, on Friday we'll actually talk about. Um, some of the sites that I've seen while I was in Playa and oh, yeah, of course. and I'm not just talking about the actual uh, environment. I'm talking about the the, the women. Oh, nice. 
Okay, number one was risky sex in the fitting room with the sales assistant. I didn't. I don't yeah. think that he was a sales assistant, and I'm pretty sure this was all staged. So, yo, yo, Pete. I thought like, she was a sales assistant. No, maybe she was. Doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Yeah, Let me tell you how out of it I was. I watched this. Video. But he probably knows her. What? I watched the. I watched this. Well, you know, I kind of clipped through a bit, a bit. Cause it was quite long um but yeah. in that in that in that segment here's how out of it i was there the person filming it by the way why is it this just seems a little unfair to me a lot of these videos you yes. never see the guy's face for one yep he, yep okay. I, I noticed that good. but here's the creepy thing they're filming it so i'm thinking oh they're filming this but then i realized when he moves the camera it's a mirror that tripped me out at first so i thought it was just someone with a camera like filming it or like oh shit no it is i was like i mean who does who you know hey you you can only try on four four dresses you know <laughs> like these are all these are all crunchy all of these dresses i don't want any you know ah uh, uh, <laughs> just flakes just flakes you know it didn't really do anything for me. Like I was just so on our beta meter scale. Um, I guess it, to me, it's I don't. I prefer like trailers over some of these compilations, especially when you do top ten. Because now, other than I just need the bust a nut, now I'm actually judging each scene, and right. Right. so I don't really have time. Like you're just doing this, like. Like, there's nothing. Do I like this? Do I like this? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So you just sit in there with your dick in your hand. You might. Well. I mean, why would you do that? Why would you do that? So I, I, and this was corny to me. So I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it um, a, a, a one. Wow. Okay. Although, gonna... no, I, you know what? I'll give it a three because there, there were there were people that I was interested in seeing. I'm like, oh, let me see what other what other work you do. I personally, I'm gonna give it a two because I really, really have to be in a pinch to, to ah. need this. <laughs> you know, I really have to be in a pinch to need this. It's like real quick. Like, I, I I don't have time to to surf through just whatever came to me. Or whatever's about to come to me. Let me get it's, it. It's it's literally like a it's like a choose your own adventure book, but you're reading it from cover to cover. You're not obeying the rules of the choose your own adventure. So by the time you get somewhere, you get to the next section. You're like, wait, what? What the? What? Yep. Yep. So I did not choose an adventure. So no right. adventure was first. So somehow, please, please, please go watch In and of Itself. Oh my God. So in and good. around itself. In and around itself. In and around. My alarm's going off. In and Can around. You hear that? So like that? That's for him to take his vitamins. Yeah, so he'll take his vitamins. Everybody take and until vitamins. then, stay young. He's gotta go take his vitamins. Stay young and hung. Stay young. <laughs>